The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. Hosted by Dave Hondell. Hey everybody, this is Dave Hondell. Welcome to The Stage Door tonight. My special guest is King Shamps. He's a hip-hop artist out of the Philly area. And we're going to bring him in right now. Hey Shamps, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Coming from Philly, man, there, there's like, this is a music-rich city. You got everybody uh, from the past, like Hollow Notes, man, Chubby Checker, uh, you know, The Roots, uh, you know, all different genres, man. It's, it's a huge city for music. So how does it feel, man, being in the hip-hop scene in such a music-rich city like Philly? Um, You know, it's a lot to, you know, uphold, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel like we're... um we're on task in doing that. You know, um, me and my brother, Zion, we're running a record label, Beer Bone Records, you know, and, you know, like you said, coming from such a rich, rich history in Philadelphia where, you know, it's a lot of legends that come out of this city when you talk about, like, the men's, you know, your Hall of Notion, Jim Crochets, all of these guys are um, legendary in their own way. And, um, you know, even on the hip-hop side of things, we talk about, you know, the Rockefeller era, the Rockefeller era really wouldn't have happened um, if you didn't have Philly in there, you know, with like a Beanie Siegel, you know, the whole state prop movement, Young Guns, all those guys. Um, even on the underground level, when you talk about the Gilly the Kid and major figures, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of rich history, not only in just music in general, um, but just the culture. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's something that um, kind of shines through in our music. So it's, it's something to uphold for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm just down the street from you in South Jersey, and I'm only like 20 minutes from Philly, and I know uh, the music scene is is huge in this in you know this whole metro area, and especially downtown Philly, you know. So um, yeah, that's 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 pretty impressive uh, company that you're in. Um, the other thing is is during the quarantine, obviously, you know, Philly it was pretty hard hit uh, as New York and New Jersey were as well, and, and you know, so everybody's kind of quarantined to their home. So what have you been doing music wise uh, while you've been on? Uh, quarantine so to speak uh, have you been working on writing music or what have you been doing on as far as projects go to tell you the truth I've been catching up on a lot of different writing um, I've been catching up on a lot of um, you know media um, just making sure that I'm getting the dead wrong name out there that's why I'm glad that we're on here you know um, tonight um, spreading you know Dear Raw Records and everything. And I've just really been focused on writing new music and promoting. You know, um, this quarantine, I feel that, you know, a lot of people are looking at the negatives of it. And it's um, everybody needs to stay home and stay safe and make sure that they're out of the way if they have any underlying issues. But, um, you know, I've really just been focusing in on promoting music um, because I know that at this point in time, everybody is home. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you're going to be into guerrilla marketing like I am, and I believe that that's like the only way when you're like an independent artist really trying to catch as many people as possible, um, you kind of got to get on those those Twitter streets and those Facebook avenues. You know what I mean? Of those Instagram corners. You got to get out there. You have to network. You have to talk to people. You have to sing your music around. You got to get with that. And that's something I've already been doing. But I feel like with this quarantine, I'm looking to 
um, make more of a positive instead of a negative situation with it. So instead of, you know, complaining like, oh, I'm stuck in the house, I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm like, hey, I can knock this project out, I can work on this song, I can work on this hook. Um, if it's an idea that needs tweaking, let me work on that. And, you know, just get the music out to as many people as possible. So I've just really been trying to stay, um, not trying, just staying productive you know, doing this quarantine for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's really no excuse right now if you're creative to not be creative during, when you're stuck in the house. I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely um, something that, you know, I think a lot of people have projects that were almost done. Now they can finish those projects. So talk about some of the projects and some of the singles uh, that our listeners can go on the streaming and hear or now or maybe in the near future. Oh, for sure. Well, you can go to my SoundCloud page, um, it's Dead Wrong Records, the site of Dead Wrong Records. Um, we've got a slew of singles on there. Um, just a couple of months ago, we ran a um, campaign where we were dropping a single every Tuesday. And it was basically Dead Wrong Tuesdays. And we were dropping all new material, whether it was a freestyle or music to um, touch on it. But my brother is on, my blood brother is on, is the main producer for Dead Wrong Records. He creates all of our music, all of our tracks. And um, we just were sitting there. We was like, wow, you know, we're seeing a lot of guys drop music and this and the third. How can we um, separate from the pack? So we just kind of started dropping um, a, a slew of singles on uh, Tuesday. And some of those are um, some of my favorites. I can't get enough. That's a dope song. Um, Half a Brick is a dope song. Dark Leather is a dope song. Me and him did a song um, together. Matter of fact, two songs together because he raps as well. One's called The French Connection, and um, the other one is called Money and Loretto. And we just dropped a slew of singles, man. Yeah, and that's one of the things I was going to ask you, too. I mean, you know, in, in the hip-hop community, you know, I, I know that there's some artists that will write music, like, I don't know, several in a, in a week, and then there will be some that will kind of hold on to music because it's – it's uh, you know, it's, it's one that kind of has to wait, you know, for the right time to put it out. So what is your um, outlook on that kind of, uh, you know, release dates and release times for your music? Because um, it's, it's, it's hard to saturate the market with your music, but at the same time, you know, you might have that one or two, right, that you might want to hold on to for whatever reason. You know, I feel that everything is common and placement. So I can definitely see where you're coming from as far as, you being an artist and saying, you know what, these songs that I have in the cut um, could do, I feel as an artist could do a lot better for me than um, some freestyles or some features or whatever the case may be. But even then, you have to be able to look at when other artists are dropping. Um, you have to look at all the particulars as far as, okay, well, this single fits this sort of kind of demographic in hip-hop where it may have more of a trap sound. This single may have more of a um, traditional boom-bap kind of sound. So you have to pick your spots and know that the time of the single has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to drop, I feel, as an independent artist um, during a day where it may be six or seven hip-hop albums coming out. Because your song or <laughs> excuse me, your project could be overshadowed by that. I feel that you have to make sure that you know when guys are dropping 
and say, hey, there's three albums today. And my music sounds similar to those guys. It may not be lyric for lyric or, you know, um, beat for beat, but we have similarities. Then I say as an artist, you need to go in here and drop it then. Because what I like to do is I like to get on like a Twitter or an Instagram, whatever the case may be, and kind of go fishing for those kinds of fans of that kind of music and say, well, hey, um, if you like this, I'm pretty sure that you'll love this. You know what I'm saying? And more often than not, I've had success with that. You know what I'm saying? From, you know, like-minded hip-hop fans that may like, um, you know, uh, Nas or Jay-Z, and he's dropping, or, you know, um, you know, you got different guys on the underground scene like a West Side Gun or, you know, uh, Freddie Gibbs and all of these guys. I'll look and say, okay, these guys are dropping. Let me see if I can target some of these guys that are listening to them because we have similar kind of music. So I feel like to go <laughs> to go back. I hope I'm not running a marathon on you, running a sprint here. But I feel that when you're an artist, timing is everything. Yeah, there's one thing I wanted to ask. You said something um, important earlier, and I wanted to kind of expand on that a little bit. But you said that you know you look for there, there's i mean there's musicians that have a similar sound and you don't want to put it out maybe at that time but at the same time that's important because what sets you apart from those other musicians that might have a similar sound that's going to make me want to listen to your music over theirs okay if we're looking at the entire hip-hop community um everybody has their influences you know what i'm saying um some of my biggest influences are like um Nas, Biggie, Jay-Z, um, Tupac, you know, Mob Deep, um, the Wu-Tang Clan, um, the list goes on and on. So I'm definitely heavily influenced by that. I'm um, heavily influenced by their lyricism. That's something that I pride myself on. Um, just like on um, Half a Brick, um, it's kind of a song where I'm just running for two minutes, just straight two minutes is just bars just two minutes is just straight raps just lyrics you know what i mean hard-hitting lyrics and stuff that you know you can feel if you're a hip-hop here or you're somebody that um grew up in a certain kind of environment like i did you know what i mean you grew up in you know the ghetto you grew up in the streets you know you see a lot of different things you experience a lot of different things and that's something i tried to capture like on a half a brick or i can't get enough so I feel like the thing that separates our music at Dearborn Records is, sure, it has those major influences, but we rap it differently. Um, we talk about it differently. We have a different voice where it can still have the same subject matter, but it's coming more from a place of truth. I feel like some artists, and I'm not saying those artists, um, a lot of artists are not writing their life's work if that makes any sense. I feel like it's nothing that's authentic. I feel like it's more of a movie scene rather than a, um, a biopic. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you look at a biopic, it's like the story of Robert De Niro or whoever, you know what I mean? Like whoever the biopic's on, it's an authentic thing. This is their story. Um, and then I feel like you have other guys that make more Jurassic Park music where we don't see any fucking dinosaurs run down the street. You know what I'm saying? Um, we don't. But it's good entertainment. It's something that we can yeah. sit and watch and imagine. 
but I feel like the difference is our music is really authentic and we're able to blend different styles of music. Not only are we, you know, um, influenced by a Nas, a Jay-Z, a Big, a Tupac, Wu-Tang Clan, list goes on and on, but we're huge on other forms of music, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Miles Davis, you know, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, Pearl Jam fan, you know, um, Nirvana, I listen to like everything. You know what I'm saying? Duke Ellington, listen to all of these different styles. So reggae music, you know what I mean? I listen to everything. So I incorporate different styles into my music. So it's definitely something different for sure. Now, you know, growing up in the in the East Coast, being in Philly, I mean, how important is like the hip hop history to you? Like, you know, the like the a tribe called Quest and, you know, Run DMC and, you know, the some of the um, African Bumbada, you know, some of those, um, you know, uh, really important uh, people that came up in hip hop back in, you know, maybe New York and the Bronx and, you know, house parties. And, you know, because back then, obviously, there wasn't social media. There wasn't anything to really kind of push their music out to the masses. And they kind of did it more underground, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, about the underground um, scene so how important is is the history to hip-hop and do you think that artists nowadays really um you know kind of honor that basically the the history when it when it first started i mean uh, how important is that history to your craft and what you do i mean it pushes me you know it's very important um it's something that I feel in order for you to go forward, you have to look back and know about what came before you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, um, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to be truthful in hip hop. I feel like it's a lack of respect for those legends that you talk about from like a run DMC. Um, you wouldn't have hardcore street rap without a run DMC. Everything was more like party raps, like house raps, you know. Um, it wasn't any, like, serious content. Or you look at um, Melly Mel and, you know, um, Grandmaster Cas and all of these different guys. These guys um, changed the scope for hip-hop today. Um, cool Hurt created hip-hop, and you never, ever really hear his name. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if you look in other genres, I feel like a Eddie Vedder gets his respect as a vocalist. Um, Jimmy Page gets his respect as a guitarist. You know, um, these guys get their respect, Jeff Beck, whoever. Um, these guys get their respect in their respective fields, and I feel like in hip-hop, that's something that's missing. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that all hip-hop artists don't look at what came before them and respect it and honor it, but um, it's a majority for sure. And just speaking for what we're trying to do here at Dead Wrong Records, we um we pay homage to those guys. It's funny that you see it run DMC because on one of our singles, Dark Leather, that's actually our cover art, like a picture of Run DMC. You know what I'm saying? Like we felt those were like real flash dudes. You know what I'm saying? It was real fly guys for the time. They brought like that fashion and that style and they showed like where the streets was at during that time. 
You know what I'm saying? So um, with Dark Leather, it's that same kind of um, feel. It's a flashy kind of track, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lyrical track, and it's got those trap elements in it where you got different hi-hats and different shit that's going on in the beat, but we stay on course. We're keeping it slick. we keeping it dope, and those guys are influences, man. So it's nothing but respect to those guys. You know what I mean? Like, Tribe Called Quest is um, one of the most influential groups of all time um, simply because of Q-Tip's ability to make crazy in-depth production where it was really clear you know what i'm saying like his production was sharp at one point and having the fights going back and forth on the track same thing with bob deep with prodigy and havoc like the the things that they were able to create was magical you know what i'm saying and i feel like we as people that are into hip-hop whether you're an artist or uh a podcaster or whatever the case may be it has to be a little bit more respect um, for those guys that came before. So the answer to the question is very strong. Like to uphold that kind of legacy and, and that respect and the importance of, of those guys that come before us. Yeah, and you know, that's that's well said. I mean, it really is. Because I think no matter what genre of music you're talking about, you know, if you don't pay respect to those that came before you, you're not learning. You, you, have, to, you have to learn. It's almost like, uh, you know, learning history, right, in, in school. Um, you need to learn the history of the genre that you're that you're that you're performing. I think personally, so I, and it sounds like you guys definitely do that. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you too: What is your message? If you if you're going to tell our listeners what you're trying to convey in in, in a broad term, what is the message you want to get across? What in your is music? the message you want to get across in your music? That's a great question. Um. I feel like what I'm trying to go in and get and convey um, is that, first and foremost, that lyricism isn't dead. That um, that skill set isn't gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like a lot of artists have kind of left that to the wayside for more of like catchy hooks and melodies and shit, which is cool. Um, you have to have that, but you also want to have variety. You know what I'm saying? If me and you decided to go to a bar and drink the same beer the entire night, um, one of us is going to get pretty pissed off. You know what I'm saying? I can't just sit there and drink the same beer all night. You know what I mean? Or eat chicken for a week. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, a different form of chicken. So you have to have some kind of variety. And I feel like that's something that we showcase is bringing back those those days of lyricism you know what i'm saying i feel like there's something lost another thing i want to convey in my music and i feel is most important is that i feel like the culture has shifted to more of hip-hop blending in with r&b hip-hop blending in more with rock which are all great genres um as i mentioned before i'm a huge rock fan and r&b fan um, so I respect that genre, but hip hop comes from the streets. You know what I'm saying? Um, it comes from what's still going on. You know, it's people still dealing with um, struggles 
in the inner city. I'm not a pimp, I'm a player, pocket holes like I'm a Davis, getting money by the latest, steady shit, and on the haters. I'm a cash anticipator, rocking different color gators. I keep that 40 by the waistline for niggas who wanna be taken. It's a cold game. Niggas be trying to do your dirty, gotta keep your eyes open if you gon' make it past dirty. These niggas play for keeps, they don't wanna get theirs, they want yours. From your fresh clothes, your new whips, to your fly horse, niggas plotting. They wanna leave you gone, but not forgotten. Stiff and rotten, riding, riding, you ain't never even pin them on stopping. Niggas is dropping, song after song, trying to create a buzz. But they can't fuck with their wrong, we bring the heat. From hardcore lyrics to dope beats, we make that dog provoking music. You can bump in your cheek, I never sleep, cause sleep is the custom. You know what I'm saying? You have people that are still jail for life for some shit that they did do, some shit that they didn't do. Um, you still have people getting killed consistently in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So. I want to make sure that that is still being reported in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, this is something authentic is in your face. And that's what we kind of portray in our music. You know what I'm saying? Like I mentioned before, a half a brick, um, I can't get enough. Um, one of the songs that probably really does that um, is Murder Art, you know, which is a song I dropped a couple years back, but it has like that... Um, violent and aggressive intensity that the streets give you you know what i'm saying and that's something that i want to go in ahead and capture you know you look at all of the guys that were like artists in different fields like during the harlem renaissance when you look at like um you know langston hughes and all of these different guys that were like putting things together um conti calling guys that were like artists they painted the picture of what was going on you know what I'm saying? And that's something that I'm really, like, focused on as far as getting that across. Because it's like, no, this shit is, like, still real out here. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not daisies. Everything is not cool. And it's still a great form of entertainment, but which showcases the lyricism, showcases the skill set. But that's probably the main thing. It's like, it's still real out here. You know what I'm saying? It's still a lot going on. And I feel like hip-hop kind of lost that kind of voice you know what i'm saying and being from the home of gangster rap school ideas from west philadelphia like i am i feel like that's um something that i have to carry forward you know what i'm saying so the answer to the question that's um that's how i feel i feel like bringing the skill set back um and being able to convey that things is still real and you can provide that in an entertainment way but it still needs to be provided. No, it's well said. Definitely well said. And especially now with the with the pandemic going on, I mean, it even accentuates the problems that are already in the inner city going on. It's, it, it just makes it worse, that much worse. And, and, and I think too many people turn a blind eye to what's going on anyway, to, to what's going on. And then now it's even worse, right? So I think the music through the music, I think it's important. It's definitely important what you're doing. It's it's important work. I've always thought it's important work. Ever since I've been in the music business, it's important work. Uh, so you know, keep keep doing what you're doing. And you guys, again, every artist that's doing it, even if it's a competitor or somebody that's doing the same, you know. Um, going for the same audiences. I mean, it's all really a collective. You know, you're, you're telling the right story. You're telling a story that needs to be told. And, you know, I look at it as, as, as the message for the greater good. So keep up with what you're doing. Um, another thing I want to tell everybody where your social media, how to find you on social media and any websites. You know, I want to make sure people can find you. So where would they go? Um, my Twitter at King Champs. That's K I N G S H A M P Z. 
Um, the same thing on Instagram, K-I-N-G-S-H-A-M-P-Z. Um, you can check us out on Dead Wrong Records and on SoundCloud. Um, we've got a slew of tracks on there um, from not only our own um, tracks, but our artists. Um, shout out to Black and Caution. Um, those guys are coming up as well. They really have dope music. And um, hopefully we can bring them through the show sometimes. Um, they sure as hell got a lot to share. <laughs> um, but you can yeah. find me on Instagram at Kane Shams as well as Twitter. Um, and, you know, we're on um, SoundCloud. We have a couple of YouTube pages up as well. So you can look up Dear Mom Records on there for some of the earlier material we dropped. Um, Kings of Kings. Um, is on Amazon. You can go in here and pick that up. That's one of our first projects. You can go to that piss for my own um, solo mixtape, which was called All Hell the King. That did really well for us. Um, that's on that piss. You can look that up. And um, yeah, really just stay on my Twitter and Instagram because I will be updating um, everybody with new music and just letting people know what's going on in my day-to-day life. So if you want to catch me on air, catch me on Twitter and Instagram at King Shamps. That's K-I-N-G-S-H-A-M-P-Z. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you joining me tonight in the show. And I can't wait to uh, hear new music uh, out, you know, so keep us updated on that. And so everybody listening, make sure you check out King Shamps on YouTube and all of his social media. And again, you're you're welcome on the show anytime. And uh, again, thank you for joining me tonight. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. And please stay safe out there. I appreciate you, brother. I really enjoyed this. And um, we can do this again, man. It was fun. Yeah.